0: hello and welcome to another expert insights show each show your host donna hansen interviews an expert on the latest trends ideas philosophies and approaches that impact on productivity performance and profit both in business and personally and now here's your host donna hansen hello and welcome to this expert Insights show i'm donna hansen we know that these days it's often hard to find time to step outside your world and explore what's happening in other organisations. Our Expert Insights shows are designed to provide you with concise information on topics relevant to you on a regular basis in a format that maximises your time and keeps you up to date with current trends. In this Expert Insights show, we speak with Pegin Echeverria, but before we say hi, let me tell you a little bit about her. Pegene. If it's good enough for Oprah, Shakira and Madonna, then it's good enough for her. She's one of eight women and the first Latina to become a member of the Motivational Speakers Hall of Fame. Other members include Dale Carnegie, Zig Ziglar and Tony Robbins. Hispanic Business Magazine named her one of the top two Hispanic motivational speakers in the US. She earned the Certified Speaking Professional designation, only 720 speakers worldwide, Hold the designation and only three are of Hispanic background. Her company, Team Pegeen Inc., is a diversity consulting company who works with clients such as Harley Davidson, Amway, Walmart, General Motors, the US Navy and Army, Intel, and the list goes on and on. Pagin holds a master's degree in social work and is the author of three books, including the six-CD program, Rock Your World, Take Charge of Your Life, all available uh, at any time through her website. The Society of Human Resources named her one of the 100 global thought leaders in diversity. A former Bronx gang member, she moved to Europe to get out of the gang. In Spain, she opened and sold two businesses at a profit by her 23rd birthday. In the States, she rose from receptionist to president of a company with 350 salespeople. Her comments appear in the Wall Street Journal, New York Times, and on CNN, as well as many other news and talk shows. Please welcome Peggyn. Hello, Peggyn. Yay! I'm excited to be here. Hello, Donna. Hello, how are you? I am
1: just wonderfully expecting great things in our conversation allowing whatever is supposed to happen so that every listener gains information that they need right now and to provide some insights and information so they could have impact influence and the ability to inspire all those around them
0: fantastic now it's a really interesting journey that you've had begin and your background's quite diverse, you know, gang member through to president of a company with 3 hundred and fifty sales people on it. How did you come to be a specialist in communicating value?
1: Actually the best the best way it began for me was when I was in a gang, I actually, that was my first sales position. I, my position was being called an escorter. And literally I would escort, I would convince you, influence you, inspire you to come to walk with me to go get beat up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So and first note to self, Peggy really is not to be messed with. Yeah, from that moment it was, how do I take, How do I
1: take a a opportunity, right, that was not in a positive light, a negative opportunity, and reframe it so that you knew that that was in your highest and best interest? (laughs) That was really, that was my beginning. My father used to say, my stepdad, uh, my mom got, when I left the gang, my mom got remarried, and my stepdad said that I can sell anyone the Brooklyn Bridge and it's so funny because now people are selling parts of the Brooklyn Bridge and I'm like darn it I missed opportunity
0: <laughs> so from so from there how did that evolve I can see the connection but over the course of your career to where you are now how did that evolve well when
1: I decided to leave the gang um, I, I I moved to Spain um, because I didn't want the gang to follow me I didn't know that I could have moved to any part of the United States and they They would never have followed me. And when I was in Spain, I, you know, I had, I was young. I had almost, I had little and almost no money and uh, I couldn't get hired because I really didn't speak Spanish. And, you know, I had to bring something unique to the market that they would allow to give me um, a work permit and a business permit. Um, And I was then 18 years old. After trying to find jobs, couldn't find anything, but my mom was a school teacher, so I decided to open the first bilingual nursery school for expats targeting American corporate uh, people that were there and wanted their children to have both a U.S.-centric experience as well as a Spanish language. And that suited me because I could speak in English to them and sell them mm-hmm. the, to to be at the nursery school and I was able to hire then, um, teacher's aides who were bilingual. Yeah. Now I was 18 years old. I had to sell the concept of find an investor and it's all it's called hustling. It's called (laughs) being a street hustler. I needed to hustle hustle. Um,
0: and from there, where where did you move to next?
1: So I was there and then I moved back to the States and worked my way up from receptionist to national sales manager
0: mm-hmm.
1: to director of operations to president um, of the direct selling company. And part of all of that occurred from a couple of very important, real important lessons that I keep on applying and I teach people to apply Uh, One is that you have to be willing to stretch yourself. You have to be willing to to confidently know that you can raise your hand and say, I can do it, even if you've never done it before. You know that you've done similar experiences in other places and, and you say that you can do it. The second thing is that when you have within yourself and you can develop this and we teach people how to develop this. You have the, the clarity of knowing who you are, the essence of who you are, your ability to place yourself in places and situations. Once you really know who you are and what your strengths are, then teaching people to own those strengths, to really leverage them, massage you don't need to look at what you're not good at you can hire somebody else to do that what you have to know and what you have to own is what you're spectacular at mm-hmm. what is amazing about you and then the third thing is how do you communicate that with other people how do you share that and so for me it's always been know it own it share it what do i know that i'm great at i am amazing at being enthusiastic energetic inspiring people I'm phenomenal at strategy and systems on a very scale level. So, for me, it was about always knowing that and then being able to communicate it with a huge smile.
0: Okay, so that's a that's a really good three-step sort of encapsulation of uh, you know what you do and and value. Why do you think being able to communicate value, you know, your own value, your team's value, your organizational value, is so important in today's business world? Is it—is it because there's so much going on around us we need to differentiate?
1: Well, so there's a couple of things. So we teach about how to communicate your value. And the reason why it's so important that you have to communicate for your team, you have to communicate your value for yourself, you have to communicate your value in the organization is because people are extremely busy.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: your bosses and your bosses' bosses, they're 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 so busy that honestly they want to make sure that you're doing whatever you need to do to get the job done, but they don't have the chance or the opportunity to really notice you. Mm-hmm. Um, although we teach great leaders to always notice people going around. You know, their, he- their heads are filled with information, filled with missions, filled with goals. And it is critically important that people know how to communicate what they're bringing to the table and their value in alignment with your the person you're speaking to's goals and vision. So can I share with you the, you the five things are that are really important? important to communicate. So the first thing, and if you think about V-A-L-U-E, okay, Mm -hmm. first one is V is a visibility. What do you visibly do that is alignment with whoever you're speaking to? So for instance, your leaders want to know, are you productive? They want to know how productive are you? Now, some people say, well, you know, I just answer phones. I'm just The receptionist. I just look at this. I'm just taking, I'm a receptionist. I'm a, or I'm a manager. You know, I don't have really big, important things that I'm doing. And and I would say, yay. And hell yeah, let's look at what that looks like. Mm -hmm. So visibly, I tell people count how many, literally take a piece of paper and put it on your desk, put to the side of it and put stick figures counting how many times you answer the phone. How many in a day emails do you answer? So let's say today you're answering five calls. Five times five is 25. Five times 25, you multiply that by 52 weeks. That's a significant amount of phone calls that you're answering. So imagine that you meet your lead and they say, how are you doing it? I am doing great. I just figured out that I, am, I have answered 2,250 phone calls asking for information about our product. Is that valuable and interesting to that person of course it is of course do you think that they're gonna ask you questions about that yeah yes of course because you're giving them that I've done this this is how many you gave a number a number is so critically important so a manager who says when he's going to the meetings and they say how are you they say you know I I'm great I have calculated that I've had Over 65 meetings with my team in the last month to really get to know where they're at. 65 meetings, and what do those meetings have been? Well, you shared with me that I should always be connected with my people, so I'm just letting you know that I've had 65 meetings, and here are some of the insights I've learned from it. The moment you say what you've actually done and attached a number on it, when you're communicating your value, it's extremely important. So that's the visible piece. That's the piece that you can actually calculate how many phone calls, how many meetings, how many, um, how many projects have you, have you been handling? How many planes have you been on? When you really bring it down to a number base, it becomes very interesting to your leaders and those influencers around you.
0: Mm. The
1: second thing is a, which is your attitude and attitude. I, by attitude, I do not mean just that, Oh, I'm a happy, joyous, blessed person. Right. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, how does your persona influence the morale, influence the outcomes within the organization? So maybe you are a person who tends to see things, um, potential disasters. Okay. That's your personality. You're always going to look for the things that are, that need to be fixed or might cause issues. Now your team may see you as a Debbie Downer. Mm -hmm. They may say that you're always bringing us down and it's really because they don't understand you because you haven't clarified for them why you do what you do. Mm -hmm. So you look for the problems, you look for the potential holes. It's part of who you are. Do you say, I look for that so we could come up with strategies and solutions so that we can have some risk management. Mm-hmm. My added, the way I am, my attitude is yes, I look for problems so that we as a team can look for solutions.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Notice the difference, you're about service. It's about taking what you tend to do naturally and shifting it to be of something important to the team and your leaders, okay? Mm-hmm. So if I'm enthusiastic, I enthousi- I'm i not just enthusiastic, I'm enthusiastic because I want to elevate the morale of our organization so we can be more productive in what we do. I like making people smile because when I see them smile, I also see them be happier at work. And I think I'm a value add to the organization because of that. Mm. That's another attitude that you're bringing in, applying it to your, your position and to your organization. Mm-hmm. The second, the third is leverage. Leverage is, who do you know that helps you, that can help you when you ask? Who do you know that can open doors for you? Who do you know that could come to your help? And this is fascinating to me that people don't speak about this to their leaders, to their influencers. They keep their connections close at hand. They don't even value them. So how can anybody else value them? For instance, Donna, you do so much work in the world of, of support from knowing how to do Office, knowing how to do all of these Microsoft products and services, knowing how people can be more productive and knowing them. So to me, you are a high value connection that I have.
0: Oh, that's so lovely, I, thank you.
1: You're welcome. So here somebody's listening, something goes down in their organization. Uh, there's a challenge, there's a problem, there's something occurring. Oftentimes what people don't do is tell their bosses about the leverage that they have. So they, they may be in a meeting and their boss or a, a, somebody above them says, oh, now that we've had these challenges that I'm hearing around the world with the security because of the Microsoft stuff, maybe we should, you know, I don't know what to do. Here's where you go. Sir, I made it such a part of my life to always have a, a, a robust network. I happen to know Donna Hanson, who maybe can be of support to us in helping understand how we can help our teams be more safe in the work that they do. Mm -hmm. And they go, well, you know her? Yeah, she's, you know, I've attended other courses. She's really kind of cool about this stuff. And I think that she'd be an asset for us. Now, when somebody does that, their, how their leaders perceive them is of a high value employee Mm -hmm. because you've now been able to see an issue, connect a dot with a, a resource in my own network and bring it to the forefront so that now they have a solution. Instead, what happens too often is people may know you, may know about you, but they're not, they're intimidated, they're nervous, And they're not aware that this is how you communicate your value by bringing a resource such as you to their organization Mm -hmm. it is high value so that's a part of your communicating value now communicating who you know in your network
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right so now we have visibility attitude leverage the next letter is you user resources your organization your association provides resources for you to improve and grow and learn oftentimes you're sent to those courses you take them on your own initiative you've maybe your company or organization has invested in a certain membership that you you can attend and you have attended too often people don't share how they've used the resources. Let me give you an example. People maybe get to go to a convention, right? The company says, hey, we have two tickets, go to this convention. Mm -hmm. And people go to the convention, they never report back what they gained, what they learned, and how they're going to apply what they learned from going to the convention. It's going to be a very simple one-page report that says, thank you so much for sending me to this convention. Here is what I've learned. Here's what I'm going to apply. This is why I'm appreciative that you invested in me to do this.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When you do that and you send it to your leaders and their superiors, it gives them value add, gives them value, right? To one, sure they have um, the investment and infrastructure to continue to provide those services. Two, they get to hear a thank you for ser- a thank you note. They get to hear thank you for the investment in me, and suddenly they are highly regarded. If you send it to both them and their superior as a thank you, then your boss gets a kudos. You get a kudo and the top senior leader has a chance and motivation to be able to increase their budget and fight for an increase in budget just because you sent that letter. The second thing about that is if you share by user resources to say, I am happy to do a little meeting, a training about what I learned. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And that gives you visibility amongst your peers when you're willing to share the information. And the other asset about that is that you get to embed the information in your own brain. You know, when you teach what you've learned, it satisfies a deep piece within your core of memorizing memorizing what you've just learned. It is a really great tool for you to reinforce what you've learned by saying, I'll teach it. Now you're giving more value. So that's user resources, right? Mm -hmm. The last is E, Evolve most people, it's so funny, companies and organizations have these annual reviews and you're supposed to rate where you're going and what you want to do. Most people don't fill it out. Most people don't check it out. So we ourselves, for our own lives don't decide where do you want to be in six months? Are you happy with your, the, the state of how you doing your work? How would you improve? In six months, what are you going to do to change that? What new skills do you need to develop? What new um, relationship experiences do you need to develop? How are you going to enhance your network? When you write, how you're going to evolve and communicate that saying, you know, after I went to that course, I realized I want to grow my skills in social media. Thank you so much. So I'm going to commit to you, sir or ma'am, then in six months, I'm going to learn how, how to use social media more effectively so we can apply it so I can use it here at the office to make our work more efficient. So that's communicate your value. So visibility, attitude, leverage, user resources, and evolve. Okay.
0: And what- can, can I grab on those five things? And, and I, I love that. And I think that's a, a really great foundation piece for all of our listeners and with, uh, with the visibility, it was about, like, to, to summarise what I heard, visibility is about being able to articulate your value in terms of numbers. And I'm not necessarily talking about sales, but when you present numbers, um, things start to, start to have substance rather than them being intangible.
1: Exactly. Quantify what you do. Right. One and, time, the daily tasks that you take for granted.
0: Yes, because when, you, when you're when you doing them, you just think you don't do much, but you actually do quite a lot. And and it's only when you try to explain your role to somebody else that you realize that you do a lot or when somebody leaves an organization that you truly understand how much value they did add, but you never are able to uh, see it or understand it until they were gone.
1: That's right. That's right. And you miss huge opportunities. You know, I always tell people, have this stuff prepared. Mm. You should be working on this all the time. So when you jump in an elevator, they say, how are you? Instead of saying, I'm good, say, oh, I'm awesome. I've made 3,224 calls to make sure everybody was happy.
0: Terrific. And can I put a caveat on that? I certainly wouldn't want to say uh, to hear somebody going, "I sent seventy thousand emails this week."
1: No, but this is a good thing. Yeah. If somebody is sending, so because anytime you do that with that visibility piece, a senior leader would go, "Wow,
0: why?" Yeah. What culture have we set up to that somebody has to do that? Yep. Yep. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Okay, so that they was... We don't know. Yeah. Good. Yeah, the A was for attitude, and you can add value by influencing and making sure you have the right attitude. So uh, if you are coming from a problem place, here's a problem that you provide clarity to let people know that... Y- you've recognised a problem but you also have a solution rather than to be uh, negative all the time because we've all worked in workplaces where people are are just negative and um, I was with a client yesterday and they were saying to me, uh, she's a manager of a, a team and she was saying to me when I first got here, and I started to have meetings with the team, they were telling me they absolutely hated coming into work, that they didn't like each other, that, um, you know, they they would try and hide information from each other. And now, since we've been working with them, uh, they're now starting to be more collaborative. So isn't it interesting how the attitude or the attitude of a manager coming in can actually influence a team?
1: Totally. Mm-hmm. manager... And even a staff person who, you know, doesn't have the title of manager can influence a team by saying, all right, you're putting out the problem. Come on guys, let's play. What's the solution for this? You know, having somebody having the courage, even if they don't have the title to step up and say, I don't know about all of you, but I can't stand working like this. So let's look at a solution. What's happening? And bringing that in is powerful. So go ahead, I want to go ahead.
0: And the L was for leverage. Who do you know that can help you open doors? And trusting in yourself and going, if your 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 gut tells you that that's the right solution, then, you know, bring it forward. You've got nothing to lose but everything to gain. You know, and, and you can preface any of this sort of stuff uh, by saying, you know, I know Donna, she might not ha- be the right answer, but she probably knows somebody who does. And that's a nice way of bringing forward a resource without in effect feeling like you're putting yourself on the line
1: absolutely and the really you know it's so interesting that you say it because really the the point of this of, of doing that is in service mm. it's 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 about in services is, is you're not this is not about you mm. this is about I am in service of making sure all of my, my fellow employees, all of us, are handled and taken care of. I, I'm here.
0: Because when, when we are, the company thrives and everybody's got jobs, including me.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Mm. Now, the fourth one, the you, was user resources. Now, I really love this one. You're right. Every organisation has learning and development opportunities, memberships, events that people can go to. And some people just think they're um, um, a nice way to get a free lunch or get out of a day in the office. But we really need to jump on board and, and appreciate those opportunities. And I love your idea about bringing the stuff back. I know with many of my clients... When we do the work, when we we do a program, maybe we do an intensive on uh, Word or Excel where we bring the team together, I say to my clients, continue the conversation beyond here because you can't possibly have everything you need. Why don't you create as part of your weekly or monthly meetings, whatever they are, have everybody come to the meeting with the answers to three questions. Uh, what's working for them in whatever program it is, Word or Excel, what's not working and what do they need help with. And you'll right. find that instead of looking outside for the answers, which is what so many organisations do, we're starting to look inside for the answers because the answers exist within. Sometimes we just need the triggers from outside, don't we? Well, that's it. So so here
1: everybody has gone to your course, gone to here in Excel, they're looking for a solution. They'll go online to look for a solution when the next person next to them knows exactly how to do it.
0: Yeah, and all they've got to do is ask. And,
1: right, and here's the bit the, here. You know, the asking part is always where the challenge is, and this is why I firmly believe that part of our role as leaders and managers is to build camaraderie between the groups
0: mm-hmm.
1: because when you build camaraderie, and I truly believe in team building experience, I laughing experience. I've done tons of work in the military and the military is, for instance, is, you know, they're very serious, right? Mm-hmm. There's this very serious life matters kind of experience, but there's this other part that most people don't know unless they've served. And, and this is around the world of this constant camaraderie, laughter, joking. Mm-hmm. it, it It is a critical component of leadership to have those two components together. So you have the serious, you have the camaraderie, the joking, because of just what you're saying. If I'm having trouble and I only see you serious, um, I don't feel confident. I don't feel safe. I don't feel like you're going to have my back. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm not going to ask you. Mm. Mm. When you had the camaraderie in it, it's like I know that we've laughed so much together that we've had this, you know, cheering silliness together that I know you have my back.
0: Yes. It's like a, like the relationship you have with your friends and you say, oh, we want to go out for dinner tonight. What re- restaurant do you recommend? Right. Yeah. Right. So, so the last one and, sorry? Yeah. Keep it right. The last one was Evolve. Now, this one really got me and it and there was a there was a really, I think, poignant point there. You talked about annual reviews, where you want to be in six months, new skills and relationships. Now, um, one of the things I loved about this was, you know, the thought that perhaps what we should be doing or what we should be encouraging our team members to do is start to think about an annual review before the actual annual review. You yes. Know, most organisations just go, oh it's April, it's June, it's November, it's time for annual review. Um let's sit down in an office with the door shut and tick some boxes. And and really it should be an ongoing process and it should be an ongoing conversation and you know as a an employee you should be thinking about what it is you want from your your role. You know, are you happy? You know, what would make you happy? And maybe making you happy might be exiting the the organization.
1: And and the truth of the matter is I will tell you that most people don't even know. See, most people don't even know the value that they bring to the organization. Mm. They believe that, you know, they're good. They believe that, but they've never... And they certainly don't do it on a daily or weekly basis, assess what have I visibly done, what's the attitude I've bought, what's the leverage that I have or, and utilized today, What are the user resources I've used and how and how does this fit in my evolving? So imagine if you know I always those people, keep a composition book next to you. One that you could put the and you put V A L U E right on a daily basis. So you have your little ticks, so here's the phone calls, oh here's an emails, tick, 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 you know, just put them in a little line, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: you're having an an attitude moment where it goes like, you know, somebody's just in a bad mood, right? Mm-hmm. And you You've taken upon yourself in that moment to say, I am not going to get caught in that. As a matter of fact, today, I'm having such a good day. I'm going to make sure everybody knows. So I'm going to throw paper airplanes because I need us to laugh. Mm -hmm. Have you documented that? Because that is a huge value that you just did. Yes. in that moment but you're not going to remember it in 3 months when your annual review comes in Absolutely. you're not going to remember it in a year that you've done that you're not gonna even remember it 4 hours from now yep and if and and so that is valuable and it's important to talk about that you know and so leverage the computers break down everybody wants to know who the IT guys but you're the only one that keeps on bringing brownies every week. You're the only one that welcomes him when he comes in. So now the IT comes down, the computers break down. You call Joe, your favorite IT guy, say, hey, Joe, I know the process, the protocol is I'm supposed to fill in form 265. I'm supposed to go, but man, can you just help me out?
0: Absolutely. You've been in
1: all along. Now he's coming in. That, where's the documentation of that? Joe saved the day because I bought him brownies. Hmm. That's leverage. That's valuable. That's like major league value.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we're fast running out of time again. I'm convinced the two of us could talk for probably days. Um, so there's some ideas some of our listeners can apply for themselves, or um, uh, across a broader uh, organisational um, perspective, uh, to help. Uh, I guess. Um, establish and help people think about the value that they bring beyond just a, a warm body in a seat in an office answering a phone or doing whatever um, if uh, if you say some of our listeners um, wanted to find out a bit more about what you do and how you might be able to help I'm, I'm guessing you do virtual stuff um, oh yeah as well as um, as well as uh, physical stuff um, how how might um, our listeners go about getting in contact with you What's the best way?
1: The, the best way is to write me at pegeen at team, T-E-A-M-P-E-G-I-N-E dot com. If you put in the subject headline, Donna's friend. Oh, actually. <laughs> you know, I'll let you use your leverage of having listened to to like, oh, look at the
0: Donna's friend. Let me talk to her. <laughs> um, no, that's that's the, brilliant. That you know that um, even that five letters, those five letters can have such an impact. But we just need to be far more mindful than we are, Um, and we just need to be we just need to be thinking about what we want and the value that we add. Because we spend an awful lot of time at work, we want to make sure that we add value and we enjoy it.
1: Absolutely. And if they want to receive um, chapters of my new book bragging rights and some videos actually talking about communicating value they can just go to
0: kickyourownbutt.com kickyourownbutt.com excellent and sign up and they get my newsletter Excellent. begin look, thanks so much for your time today and for your insights on how communicating your value can increase your productivity. Listeners, thank you for joining us for this Expert Insights show. For more information on our services, visit the three W's au or the three W's primesolutions.net.au. Don't forget to work smarter, not harder. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Expert Insights show. If you've enjoyed the show, why not subscribe via the podcast page on www.donnahanson.com.au or through iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn or Stitcher. Until next time, as Donna says, don't forget to work smarter and not harder with technology.